0: Good afternoon, uh, we will now be studying the eighth and final chapter of Chot Chod Shofar and this chapter will deal with things that invalidate the four species uh, that we spoke about um, and then we'll speak about someone using a lulav and the other species that don't belong to him and the last part of the chapter will deal with Simhat Bet Hasho'eva the <laughs> the four species that we mentioned in the previous chapter, which is the which are the Lulav the Hadass, the Araba, and the trog, if any one of them became dry or was uh, sto- was taken by robbery or by theft, even if the original owners had abandoned hopes from finding it, so for example, if after you stole the item, you heard that the owners said, um, you know, it, it's a shame that we lost uh, what we, uh, we lost the atrog or that someone took it. And it's as if they, um, they abandon hope mm, yeah. um, of ever finding their uh, this uh, love or one of the other four species, or if the one of the uh, four species was taken from an Ashira that was worshipped, as we talked about in al Abu Dazara. Ashira was a type of tree that was planted for the purpose of Abu Zarah, which is a or um, even though uh, the Ashira was no longer regarded for worship. It doesn't matter. It is still um, or, or if it was um, taken from in an dahat as we talked about um, in Hilchot Dazara and uh, Perik alif in regards to a shofar that was taken from dahat is a seceding uh, state that the majority of its inhabitants worship Abu Dazara, and everything in the city is Omed um, Lisrefa. All of these types of Lulav. Or hadas or arava trog are all invalid to be used for the mitzvah. Hayay mehen shel lo yitol And similar to uh, what we talked about in the Shofar, that a priori one should not take um, one of these objects if it was used for Abu zera. But if he im but if he did take it, um, he fulfilled his obligation. Hayakamush livash kasher. If it withered but was not totally dried up, it is kasher. Um, is, um, it is valid for use. However, in a state of an emergency or a time of danger, a dried up lulav is valid for use, but not so with the other species. And um, the reason for uh, the um, a lulav that was dried up. Um, for that it is invalid for use is because uh, the pasuk says um, peri it's hadar. So hahamim learned that just like the um, it just like it says with the etrog that it has to be a nice and good fruit, so too with the other um, minim that they have to be um, nice and beautiful in order to fulfill the mitzvah. But as we just saw, there are some exceptions to this. <coughs> The terug that was taken from orla, and orla is the first three years of the existence of a tree, of a fruit tree. The first three years, um, the fruits that come out of it are um, prohibited for uh, prohibited to be eaten and prohibited for one to benefit from it. And teruma that became tameh, that one would, is obligated to burn it. And Tevil is, as we talked about, I think in one of the previous chapters, it comes from Tav Lo, that it means Lo Tov, and it is fruits that <clears throat> um, were not yet tithed, which are Asur Be'achila. So, so, so in a Turok taken from one of these three categories are invalid for use. However, fruits that are demai and demai is comes from the it's a it's a, it comes from two words which is da mai which means ze mahu that we don't know if terumot and masrot were taken from these fruits so if you used if you took a lot from a um, demai from yeah from a from demai you would, uh, be, you are allowed. It is permissible for use, because you can declare your assets as ownerless and become an ani, and an ani is permitted to eat from uh, from the demai only. Again, only an ani is permitted to eat from the demai. Therefore, you can use um, a etrog that was from demai. Etrog tehora, sheni birushalayim lo yitol shema natal kasher. An uh, etrog that was taken from Tiruma, that only a Kohen um, may eat it, or of Maaser. And Maaser Shani is, um, is fruits that are taken and set aside to be eaten in Yerushalayim B'Tahara. Uh, you cannot um, take an etrog from one of these two categories, again from Tiruma Te'orah and Maaser um, because they are susceptible. Because they may be, become susceptible to receive tum'a. And The way that this can happen is that fruits can be uh, receptive, can be um, subject to tum'a in the following way: that if the fruit gets um, gets wet by one of the seven um, seven liquids that can be- be- make it become tum'a, which is water, dew, oil, wine, milk, blood, or honey. Uh, this is called Hafsher Tuman. because the etrog is with a lulav and the other species that are wet after I mean, you would take them out of um, after you would take them out of wherever they were, as we talked about in the previous chapter. You would typically have the lulav and the other minim in a type of bowl in order for them to stay watered and for their leave not to wither. So, any so be, so because um, it be it, it can. So, because an etrog the etrog of the of the sorry, so so because the etrog that was taken from Tum and the etrog that was taken from Ma'asir Sheni can become tameh tameh, should not be used. However, im natal kasher. If you did use an etrog from a from and Maasir Shani, um, it is kasher. But a priori, you should not because it can become tameh. Ha Lulav shenik tamrosho, pasul. Ilulav, that its tip was broken off, is invalid for use. Nizdak, if the tip was split. Imnit rahaku, shenese da zemize, achi yira ukishnaim, pasul. If the two halves were parted so that it looks like two separate tips, it is invalid for use. Haya akum lefanav, if it curved forward. Shareshi drosh ke gav baal hatoret, pasul. If it was curved forward so that its spine looks like a hunchback, it is invalid for use. If it was curved backwards, it's kasher, because this is its natural state. However, if it was curved to one of its sides, it is pasul. If the leaves um, from each other became separate, but didn't hang down like full-grown palm tree leaves, it is if it was split wide apart um, so that the love looks like, and that, yeah, basically, if it was split wide apart and the branches hang down from both sides like a palm tree, it is pasu. The natural growth of a love is the following when they grow. They grow in pairs and they are joined at the back. And the back and the spine of each pair of leaves are called the tiomit, are called the twin part. If the twin part was divided, it is pasul. Hayu alav achat achat briyato, if the leaves grew singularly, singularly without a tiomit na- from its natural growth, again, if it was naturally grown without a tiomit and it was and its leaves were grown singularly, it is Pasul. gav <laughs> If um, the leaves don't lie on each other, just as with all the Lulavim, rather they were beneath the leaves were beneath one another. If the tip tip of it, each leaf reaches the base of the leaf above it, that the entire spine of the Lulav is covered by it, it is kasher. But if the um, tip of each leaf, um, of the spine, um, reaches uh, the bottom of it. It is uh, pasu. Halacha <laughs> he. Hadassin rosho kasher. The tip of a hadas that was broken off is makes it kasher. It is still kasher, rather. Sorry. Again, a hadas that the tip was broken off is kasher. If what's left, um, if the majority of its leaves fell off, the following is the rule. If what is left is three in a single cluster three leaves in a single cluster, it is kasher. If there were more berries than leaves on the hadas, if they are green, it is kasher. However, if they were red or black, they would be pasul. If Uh, one reduced the number of berries on the hadas, it is still considered kasher. However, it is forbidden to reduce the number of berries on Yom Tov. Because it is if he is repairing the hadas for use. However, if um, one transgressed and reduced the number of berries, or that someone else picked them out to eat, it is kasher al khazan arava she niktam ro she kashera nifritzu aleh pesudah in arava that the tip of it was um cut off was broken off is kasher and but if the leaves um are loose and hanging downwards it is pasul al khazan etrog she nikav nekev mifulash kol sheu pesud if the etrog has a hole that is made straight through it it is pasul nekev she mifulash However, if it's a hole that didn't go through it, if the hole is thick enough, is is, is, is as thick as an Isar or more, it is Pasul. And an Isar is was a type of coin that they would use back in the day. And it is around 23 um, millimeters thick. If any part of the Atrog is missing, it renders it Pasul. Nital Dado, if the uh, what we know we call the pitom or the pitma, which is the top of it and it's the small tip of where the knob of the etrog is, it is if it was cut off or if it fell off, it is pasu. It is pasu uh, that are naturally grown without a pitom or a pitma, whatever you call it, um, and those are. Uh, Permitib- permissible for use as long as they weren't, if as the pitom was not taken off. If a stock on which the etrog was attached was removed from the base of the tree, so much so that it left a mark on the etrog, in the, in the way that it left a mark on the etrog, it would be pasul. If there were scabs on the etrog, Pasul, if it was on two or three places, it would renders the etrog pasul. Be'im be'makum ahir, echad, however, if the scab was in one place, im'alat al rubo pasul, if the scab covers the majority of the etrog, it is pasul. Be'im'alat al dadu afilu kol shehu pasul. If the scab reaches or touches the pitma, um, even any amount, it considers it invalid, renders it invalid. Niklaf achitson shelo, she'eno mechasero, ella isha. If the outer skin of the etrog was peeled, but what you didn't remove any substance of the etrog, and the etrog stayed yarok um, in its natural state. And here um, Rabbi, Yo- Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Kafih um, has a very, very interesting and logical uh, remark. And he says that when Chachamim here, and when Rabbi here says yarok, he's not... Um, Necessarily referring to green, rather he's referring to green or any shade of green, like yellow, Um, and it's not again not necessarily green proper. Rather, there is a green or yellow uh, type of color. If the so if the so the rule is the following: of again the outer skin was peeled without removing any substance of the actual etrog. And it was yellow or green from its natural state. If the whole skin was peeled, it is pasul. but if any skin was left, it is kasher. If a trog was swollen or decayed or pickled or boiled or black or white or speckled or has a leak, and here um, that, that this is. No, sorry, Rabbi Yafai Makbili has um, notes that here when we say yarok Kartan, it's an extremely dark green. So all these types of yatrog would be considered invalid. Gide lo ve'asahu kemin pasul. If the etrog was um, grown in, t- in a mold to give it some type of shape, if it resembled something else, it is pasul. However, if the mold was made in the form of an etrog, despite the fact that it may be marked with columns or lines because of the mold, it is kasher. A twin etrog or an unripe etrog are kasher are to be used. In a place that the etrogs, of, the etrogim of that place, have a tinge of black; it is kasher. ki Adam kushi, However, if the etrog was a deep black, like the the shade of a person from Ethiopia, it would be pasul in any place, despite despite the fact that the etrogim of a certain place may be that shade. Halakha yod. Sorry, halakha tet. Anything that we said um, in reference to a lulav or a trog or any of the minim that is pasul because of um, a defect that we mentioned, or because they were stolen or were taken by theft, um, there this only renders them pasul for the first day only. However, on um, the second day of Yom Tov along with the other days of the Hag, everything is they are all cons- they are all permissible to be used. However, in a trog that is rendered invalid because of because of use of Abu Dazara, or because it was um prohibited to be eaten. So for example, Orla Teruma Terumatemea and Tevel, Ben Tov Ben whether um, was taken to be used for Yom Tov or any other days of Hagasukot, it would be pasuk. Halachayod. Now we're gonna. The next two halachot are gonna deal with elulav that was not his. And the pasuk says, lachem b'yom harishon." That one must take for yourself. And Chachamim learned that the word lachem must imply must um, a person must own the. Uh, four species in order um to uh, use them and for that um, etrog and lulav and hadas nerava to for one to be yotzei hada had hayot adam yotzei b'yom tov lishon shel hag belulavo shel haviro mimenu ad sheyitnenu lo matana a person does not fulfill his obligation on the first day of uh, sukot um, unless he uses his own lulav sorry a person does not fulfill his obligation on on uh, um, by using the love or his friend that he borrowed unless his friend gave the love to him as a gift if a person gave the love to his friend uh, give the love to his friend on the condition that he returns it back to him a person may take the love of this Type that the condition was stipulated on it and may use it, fulfill his obligation and return it to the um, person who lent it to him. <inaudible> that a gift that was given um, on the condition for it to be returned is considered a gift for all in- intensive purposes. However, if the etrog or the love or whatever was borrowed. Um, was not returned this individual did not fulfill their obligation because it's as if he stole um the item the lover a whatever he borrowed this is something uh, pretty relevant uh, for us that the lover any of the species may not be given to um, a minor. Eno as a minor can only acquire, but cannot um, cannot gi- cannot sell um, to others um, from the Torah. And when you give the minor, when, when you give the itrog or lulav or whatever to the minor, uh, you give it to him and he can acquire it, but he can never um, return it and sell or sell it in a way or gift it back to you. kol min and this doesn't necessarily apply only to, to a lulav, as Haramba mentioned in the first clause of the Halacha. Rather, it applies to all to the Lulav along with all of the other um, species. That if one of them was borrowed, a person does not fulfill their obligation, as the Pasuk says, "Ukhatem Yod alef. If um, there were partners that brought that bought a love or a trog um, in a partnership, neither one fulfills their obligation on the first day of Sukkot, until he is given the part that isn't his as a gift. Ha'achin she kanu a trogin mitfusat ha-bayit, and atal a had mehen a trog veyatsa if um, money uh, from a deceased father's estate was used by uh, his children to buy an etrog, and one of them bought an etrog and he used, uh, and he used it to fulfill his obligation. If he would eat it, and his brothers would not object to him eating it, he fulfilled his obligation, as it shows he has complete ownership of it. Uh, but if they would object, he did not fulfill his obligation until they um, give him their shares in the etrog. And if it was a etrog and it was a paris, or if it was a etrog in Paris, in the house of the house, and he would say, and he would say, and he would say, and if it was a etrog and it was a paris, and if it was a etrog and it was a paris, Love. However, if one brother buys an etrog and another brother buys a parish, a parish is a type of fruit. I'm not sure what, exactly what it is. Its name in Latin is Sidonia oblonga. Uh, again, I'm not sure exactly what this is. If anyone wants to look it up, uh, they can surely do so. So, if one brother buys an etrog and one uh, one brother buys this parish. Or that they jointly bought an etrog and a pomegranate and a parish from their fathers, from their deceased father's assets. None of the brothers fulfill their obligation from the etrog until each one gifts their um, portion. Gift, gift. Rather, you can say that until the others give um, the brother that wants to use the etrog give until the other brothers give their shares um, to the brother uh, that wants to use the etrog as a gift. And even if um, this brother that wants to use the etrog would eat it, and they wouldn't object to it. Now, from now until from now until the end of the chapter, Haram Bam is going to um, teach us about Simhat Bet Ivad that was um, one of the most festive times, uh, probably the most festive time in during the times of the Bet Hamikdash. As the Mishnah in Masechet Sukkah, Perek Heh Halacha Aleph and Bet say that Kol Mishel lo raasim Beta Beit lo raasim ha miyamav that anyone who did not witness the Simha and the joyfulness in the Beta Hamikdash during uh, during the Simhat Beta Shoeva did not see, has never seen um, joyfulness and happiness um, in his life and it was um, done as we'll see on Holam or Ed of Sukkot. And again, it was one of the most festive times um, of the year for the Jewish people. Despite the fact that all of the festivals, it is a mitzvah to rejoice during them. And during Chag there was an extra special type of simha and joyfulness that was going on. That you shall be joyful before God, um, your master, on the set for the seven days of Sukkot. This possibly is related to what I mentioned in one of the previous ch- in the previous chapter, that Hagas Sukkot was the time of the harvest, and whenever um, back in the day, everyone, the vast majority of people, would um, work the land and would make their living off of um, their harvest. So. Um, it would make sense that uh, this that the torah and the jewish people would be extra happy during this time of harvest ketzade yosein how exactly uh, would they this simha um, go go about this is uh, in this is recorded in a gemara in masahet Sukkah amud by rbi elazar that originally men Uh, would be inside the Beit HaMikdash in the Azara, and women would be outside. However, there was some inappropriate behavior, some kalut rosh, that would take place, and eventually, um, HaHamim instituted um, the Beit HaMikdash to be set up in the following way. That from the eve of the first day of Yom Tov, they would make in the Beit HaMikdash a raised section for the women in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Azara, and for men and for the women, so the women would be on top, and men would be on the bottom floor, in order for them not to mix with each other. And they would rejoice, Uh, the rejoicing would begin from the end of the first day of Yom Tov, until, um, yeah, it would begin from the end of the first day of Yom Tov. And so too, uh, for all of the days of Chol Moed. That after the Simha would begin from after the Korban Tamid of the afternoon uh, was brought. And they would um, have, do the Simha for the remainder of the day along with the night. How exactly would the simha um, be done? What form did this rejoicing uh, re- um, take? The flute was played, um uvan nevalim, and some type of string instrument, possibly um, the oud, would be played, um, the harp and the cymbal were played as well so to anyone who knew how to play an instrument um, would bring and would play. So to anyone who knew how to sing would sing as well. And the people would dance, clap their hands, clap their thighs, and do different types of dances, um, everyone to the best of their ability. Uh, everyone to the best of their ability and they would say words of praise and song however the simha does not supersede and take place Shabbat or Yom Tov so obviously uh, on Shabbat and Yom Tov the simha would not be done Halakha and it is a mitzvah to increase in this joyfulness. This simha was not done just by regular, average people or anyone who would want. The simcha was done um, notably by the sages of Israel, the heads of the academies and the yeshivot, and of the courts of the Sanhedrin and the pious people and the el- elderly people and people that were distinguished for their good actions. <laughs> These are the people that would dance and clap uh, and play the instruments and be joyful in the Beit Mikdash during Chagah <laughs> Sukkot. However, the rest of the people both men and women, would come and watch and hear um, how these um, sages and great members of the Jewish people um, would celebrate the holiday. As the simha and joyfulness that an individual does uh, well when fulfilling the mitzvot and um, fulfilling the mitzvot with ahava, uh, as Hakadosh Baruch Hu instructed them, it is the supreme type of worship. <laughs> and anyone who refrains himself from the simha deserves to be punished. <laughs> as the pasuk in Devarim, perek kafchet, says, after all the kilalot um, will be brought on the Jewish people. It is um, as a result of the Jewish people not worshipping HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, with happiness and joyfulness and wholeheartedly. And anyone who is Megis, Megis comes from the word gas, who is anyone who is arrogant and stands on his own dignity and only thinks of his his own self-aggrandizement on occasions like these is um, a fool and a sinner. And and the Al Zehis Amar, and Shelamo Hamelech cautioned us very uh, sternly and said the following: Don't glorify yourself before a king. And here, um, the Betta Hamikdash is the place of a Kadushbur whose manifestation, where the Shekhinah is. So don't glorify yourself too much um, when standing in the Betta Hamikdash. Halachat halacha Tidzayin, final halacha in the chapter. Anyone who is humble and makes light of himself on occasions like these, and when serving Hakadosh Baruch and in the Beit Hamikdash, who has great Haoved Meahava. This individual achieves greatness, honor, and serves Hakadosh Baruch out of Ahava. And Harambam here ends um, the chapter in Hilchot Shofar Sukah Velulav, with um, a famous um, story in um, Sefer Shemuel Bet that David Melech, uh, when um, bringing in the Aron from Shiloh to Yerushalayim, um, would, was dancing um, with the people. And his wife, Michal, um, said to him uh, that he should not, um, disgrace himself in the eyes of the people. And David Melech um and, th- and these couple of Pesukim are in um, that story that David Amelich says, Behind David Melech Omeras, David said, Hayiti Shafal beinav that um, I would be ready to make light of my own self um, even more. And despite the fact that it may be under my own esteem. And the truth is, and with David HaMelech and with these Chachamim that would dance and rejoice in the Beit HaMikdash, it was only um, for the purpose and, on- and the greatness and the honor is only achieved when rejoicing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, when um, it is done properly. And with um, the proper intention, and true um, greatness and honor is only achieved when truly rejoicing um, before Hakadosh Baruch Hu. emar, as it says with David, David That David, HaMelech would be dancing with the Aaron and with the rest of the people um, before um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, with um, when he was again um, escorting the Aaron to. And just um, a note that sometimes people um, dance and clap and sing and don't have um, the proper intent in order to um, self aggrandize themselves and to make themselves look um, great um, before other people. However, here Haram Bam uh, says and end up, ends off this chapter with um, the fact that when an individual does do the mitzvot, and does rejoice before Hakadosh Baruch Hu, It must be done with the proper intention, um, as David HaMelech, one of our greatest kings, um, did when entering the, uh, when bringing in and escorting the Aaron to Jerusalem. Um, Bezat Hashem, uh, tomorrow we'll start uh, Kelchot Shekalim.